Welcome to the Akashic Musings Podcast. My name is Laura Mazzotta, and I will be your guide during this sacred experience. I'm an Akashic healer and teacher, and I've also been a therapist for almost 20 years. This podcast is your go-to opportunity for all things healing, inspiration, and empowerment. I will be sharing potent wisdom from divine intelligence in the space of the Akashic Records. For more understanding of what the Akashic Records are, I encourage you to listen to episode one or head over to my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'm so grateful to have you here, receiving the powerful energetic shifts that radiate through these messages. Just by listening in, you're doing your part to raise the vibration of the planet and fully realize our natural state of wellness and vitality. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Akashic Musings Podcast. Today, I am reviewing the 10 most potent lessons of 2022. So get out your pen and paper, jot them down if you want to. These are good ones. Some of them are deep. Some of them are funny, but they're all going to serve you with heading into 2023 in addition to just really taking notes on focusing on what strikes you, what resonates with you, what feels like it's aligned with your core values. Because these are things that I have found really prevalent, not only for myself, but with my loved ones, my clients, and the collective that I've been seeing as a practitioner, but also just as a soul on this planet. So not every one of them might resonate with you, but I want you to use your own discernment and your own intuition and allow yourself to receive whatever is meant to kind of ring true. Uh, for you. So let's start with number one. Number one is intimacy. So the lesson around intimacy for 2022, that was my word for the year, for this year. And man, did the universe deliver times 8,000. So what I want to share about intimacy is that it really requires space and surrender. A lot of times we try to force intimacy or create a plan around intimacy. And really, intimacy is about Yes, taking your time to do the things that you desire to do and that will bring you more intimacy, but then following up that period of doing with just being, not only with yourself, but with other people, because allowing space within the relationship, allowing space within your own mind, within your own field by meditating, spending time alone and not even turning on music, just sitting there silently is unbelievably expansive for intimacy with your soul, intimacy with the universe, with yourself. And when we get to that, it's amazing how much more space opens up, not only in our relationships, but in other areas of our lives. So the space is a big one for intimacy. And this is also true when we're looking at any kind of relationship repair or interaction, which is giving other people the opportunity to have their own space, to be able to come to their own conclusions and to be able to expand in their own way, not necessarily in the way that you desire them to. And that's part of the surrender piece is releasing our agenda, releasing our attachment in relationships. That's one of the things I can say that I have done in in a huge way in 2022, which is 
releasing my attachment to the outcome of a lot of different areas of my life. But um, when we grip on to relationships and we try to really cultivate that intimacy from an egoic space, we're not going to get where we want to be. So the more that we can, we can really surrender to allowing the relationship to unfold as it's meant and not sit there in constant fear or desperation around what if something happens to this and who am I going to become and where am I going to be? And that's a process and it's an ebb and flow and it's an up and down. So be patient with yourself. All right, number two, the second most potent lesson of 2022. When we set intentions, intentions, energy follows intention. So you know that it's going to come in, come to pass. The timing of that is based on divine timing. It's not necessarily going to show up immediately. It's going to show up when it's meant to. And I like to set intentions versus goals because goals feel like pressure, feels like performance anxiety, and takes me back into some perfectionism that I used to struggle with. So intentions are beautiful because what it does is it really allows you to set up that vision of what you desire to feel and who you desire to become over the course of time. So when your intentions are really on point and really aligned with your soul's purpose, the universe is going to bring them to you in the most grand, unexpected ways, and it's going to blow your socks off, which is, again, why having that space and surrender is so important so that we generate that intimacy in our relationship with our higher self and with our soul so that our intentions are even clearer and more aligned with that. Because when that happens, you're going to get your manifestations much faster and they're going to be more powerful and even better than you could have imagined even if the transition time into whatever the universe is delivering you can seem rocky because we're human beings so it can feel like holy shit what did the universe just drop in my lap right like for me i just had an ovarian cyst for like two months and it was brutal so it's like all right what the hell are you doing you know (laughs) ouch thanks a lot Um, so it's not always going to be brought to you in the ways that you desire, but it's being open to receiving whatever the universe is delivering because you trust and you know that it is delivering on your intentions and you're going to get what it is you desire out of the experience that's landed in your lap. Number three, you create your own reality. So this is all about being open about with the people in your life, close loved ones, or with yourself, or with the universe, or with God, about all the things that you're ashamed of, and all the things that you desire, both of them. Let's release the shame, and let's be bold and communicative about our desire. Because when you do that, you only expand opportunity and expand intimacy, right? And sometimes this looks like, especially with creating your own reality, deciding who you desire to become and making choices that are in alignment with that. The number of times this year that I've gone to do things that are habitual and I'm like, no, 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 no. Is that who Laura Mazzotto wants to be? No, that is not where I'm going. That I, that is not going with me where I'm going, right? And I think that I got tripped up sometimes this year around getting stuck in the mind sometimes with Okay, well, that belief system, I need to understand where that belief system comes from and then shift that before I take it forward or what belief is creating this physical sensation or this issue that I'm having emotionally. 
And we can overthink it. Even in this world of spirituality where we're so connected to our souls and we're getting out of the mind, we can easily create stories around this. And so it's really important for you to open up about those things you desire, open up those things about and, and release those things that you're ashamed of. But then let it go. Release it to the universe, okay? Because when we sit there and we just analyze and, and try to do all the cognitive work, because even if we're shifting beliefs and it's energetic, our minds are still involved. And sometimes we need to get out of that entirely. So I don't want you create your own reality to feel like pressure and to feel like you're constantly analyzing and replanning and, and reorganizing where you're going. The way that we do that really is to soften into ourselves. And we, when we release the shame and we embrace our desire, I guarantee you, you're going to have clarity in this area. Okay. So number four, be brave enough to follow your path, even if it defies convention. We always look outside of us in this 3D world and we say that things aren't working because they haven't come to pass. Well, I asked for that job and I haven't gotten the job. Well, I asked for the partner and I haven't gotten the partner. Your soul knows better than you do. You need to trust that if you desire it and you're not wavering all the time about what it is you want, but you're very clear about it and it's in alignment for your soul, it's coming to you. It exists in your field. So this is again about trust, okay? Take those steps towards what you desire even if you're like, mm, I don't know, right? The more you deepen your belief in this, the more likely it's going to come to you more quickly. So don't question, what's wrong? Why is the universe being hard on me? Or why do I have to go through all these trials and tribulations to get to X, Y, and Z? Instead, it's just saying, I know that everything is unfolding in a way that's mapping or tying together to get to exactly where I desire to be or where I need to be. Okay, because your path is one that is very unique and people aren't going to understand it. They're not going to understand it. You're going to look at some of the phenomena that come into your life when you start playing with energy and you're like, how is this even possible? How like this doesn't make any sense to me. It blows your mind, right? Just trust your soul. Your soul knows better than you do and it's bringing to you in exactly the way you're meant. And you following your unique path is a true act of service to everyone on the planet. Because we all need, we, we really benefit from seeing other people that are similar to us. And there's always at least a handful of people out there in this world of billions of people that are just like us. And so it's really, really nice that the more authentic people are and show up and offer this, this raw nature of who they are, the more that we can say, oh my gosh, I, I, I can validate that. You know, I feel like I'm aligned with that. And then you don't feel so alone. And that co-regulation really helps to give you a more stable human foundation so that you can feel more free to explore the spiritual and the energetic. Number five, your relationship with the universe brings you comfort, ease, soothing, and expansion. And your relationship with God brings you power. I noticed um, a long while ago that I was kind of hiding a little bit with hanging out in the universe and just connecting with the Akashic Records. And when I really stood face to face with God and cultivated that relationship, man, did I feel inadequate. It really highlighted a lot of opportunity for me to step further into my own personal authority in all areas of my life. And I have guided my clients through gorgeous meditations and energetic experiences that allow them to feel the difference. It is a complete game changer. 
definitely rest in the universe. Definitely allow it to hold you and comfort you and help you expand and cultivate your energy. But when you connect with that relationship with God and release any kind of trauma bonds or attachments to that relationship with God so that you can step into your power, man, get ready for the explosion of you in a good way. All right. So number six, when life gets noisy, lean back and get quiet. There is so much stimulation and distraction in this world, and it takes us away from what fuels and nourishes us the most. Whenever life gets noisy, meaning overwhelmed or literally noisy, make a point to get quiet. This is where boundaries come in. Choose you. Choose space. It could be five minutes. It could be two minutes. It could be 50 minutes, right? But you're going to get quiet and listen to your heart, listen to your soul. A really good exercise with this is the HeartMath Institute, heartmath.org. They have heart coherence exercises that can assist you with getting out of the mind and just leaning into yourself and not allowing yourself to get distracted by all the stimulation around us. We need, at the end of the day, we need to err on the side of rest. We need to err on the side of quiet because the world is so hustle bustle. So if you ever have a question in the world about, do I rest now? I'm not sure what guidance I'm getting. Always choose rest because even in the rest, you're going to get the wisdom that's going to guide you to what you're meant to do next. Number seven, choose to be super close and loving to those humans who are obsessed with all of you, not just the good parts, not just the giving parts, all of you. And trust that everyone in your life is also being exactly who they're meant to be, that they're perfect right in this moment. So what is this one about? It's really about you appreciating and having no tolerance for anybody who is doesn't think that you're the cat's pajamas, right? You need to appreciate that you're the cat's pajamas, that your shit doesn't stink. You're fucking awesome right? You need to appreciate that about yourself first and allow that to really sink in and immerse in that. Get the vibe around that. Feel it. Okay. And then don't settle for less. Also realize that there are going to be relationships in your life that, that set you off, but that you just feel like, oh, but I love them so much and they do accept all of me, but they're a pain in my ass, right? They're, they're exactly who they're meant to be in this moment. They're perfect. You practicing acceptance is a beautiful way for them to feel empowered that, wow, she also loves me for the way that I am, right? She also loves me for all of me. And I might not be exactly where this person wants me to be yet, right? But I'm living my own path. And so it's appreciating their path and celebrating them and encouraging them, even if that means that we have to release some attachments and set some boundaries so that we don't feel like we are riding that roller coaster with other people, okay? Number eight, relationships are the foundation of your human experience. This is the co-regulation I was talking about earlier. It's a basic human need. Rest in these relationships without losing and prioritizing you. This is a really important balance where we can feel really isolated and lonely, especially on the spiritual path when we're leaning back so much and going within. But we can err on the side of isolating too much and getting stuck in our heads. And so Allow yourself to be held by other people, whether they speak or they don't speak, because we're meant to collaborate on this planet. And even in that interaction, you may find you're going to find information that is reflected back to you to assist you with getting more clarity on whatever it is you need clarity on or moving forward in the way that you desire. Okay. 
So remember that as much as I hear this all the time from so many clients, I hate people. People piss me off, right? I get it. I used to be there myself. But it was really about my own boundaries and it was really about my own judgment and my own acceptance. Okay, so allow yourself to rest in these relationships and be held by loving heart centered humans. Number nine, sexual energy is really fucking fun and super expansive. Your whole life can change very rapidly if you cultivate this energy. So I don't care whether you have a partner or you don't have a partner. Play with sexual energy. And it doesn't even have to be sex or sexual acts. Sexual energy is creation energy. So you can use this through creativity, through creating a new project. But the fact is you want to be intentional about calling it up from the kundalini space, which is at the base of your spine. So getting in touch with how do I cultivate sexual energy? It could be withholding orgasm. It could be sensual touch. It could be putting lotion on yourself. It could be just sitting in really yummy ritual with yourself. So it doesn't have to be sexual in nature, but it's important to prioritize it and to get intentional about channeling this energy into what it is you desire. Okay. It's also just really fucking fun. Like I said, like it's really playful energy and we need more of that. We want to lighten shit up around here. All right, and then number 10, which is the simplest, kind of a on the way out, peace out. Number 10 is technology fucks with your vibe. Get your ass outside. So it's like, it's almost like you get into a little bit of a brain fog or you start to feel a little buzzy or numb. Like your neurological system will react if you've had too much technology. And when you start feeling a little funky or foggy, get your ass outside. Literally put your ass on the ground, put your feet on the ground. Um, you can even grab a grounding mat if you need to, but I've got to be honest, as much as I love the fact that we have the ability to have all of this brilliant, these brilliant options like grounding mats, there's nothing like actually being outside and smelling the air of mother nature and being connected to the earth because that is the frequency of the planet, right? Existing in this entire solar system that we are meant to bring our hearts and our souls back to getting back to that frequency. And the best way to do that is to connect. So we talk about leaning back and going within and connecting with our spirit and our higher self. But right here, we have mother earth. Mother earth is also a spiritual being. It was created, talk about creation energy from the universe and has every resource that we need to live this entire life, right? So get your ass outside. That's the final That's the final tip here on the 10 most potent lessons of 2022. And I will see you next week for the final episode of 2022 for the Akashic Musings podcast. Thank you so much for joining me this year. Thank you so much for receiving this episode. And you can take a screenshot and share this to your stories. Tag me at Emerge Healing and Wellness and share what is the one lesson that came forward in this that feels the most relevant for you. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. I'm so grateful you're taking the time to integrate healing at the deepest level. If you loved this episode, connect with me on Instagram at Emerge Healing and Wellness or contact me through my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'll see you next week on the next episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. Bye for now and have a wonderful week.